What's going on, everyone? This is Mike Sleater with the My Two Life podcast presented by MotoOnline.com. And this is an all-new segment for me. This is going to be called Sleet Dogs Side of Things. And this is where I give you what I saw from the weekend from the TV. I will not be traveling to any of the Monster Energy Supercross, but I'll be watching them from the couch, from my feet, from the ceiling, Wherever I can uh, get my point of view across and see and, and give you what I saw. Just I'm an extreme fan of the sport. I have a little bit of knowledge in it. And I'm going to give you what uh, my side of things are and, and what I saw. And, you know, this is the first year in 25 years that the race hasn't been in, in at A1. I don't think I've ever not attended an Anaheim 1 or first round in over 20 years, so um, I didn't get to attend, and I was actually quite okay with it, but uh, before we get into sleep dog side of things, let's uh, talk about some of the sponsors that make this uh, podcast run and support me and my family and and, uh, and all our adventures. Um, most importantly, Stasic. Um, Stasic's an all-new new motorcycle, bicycle. It's a, you know, stability cycle. Um, my, my sons both ride them. They ride the 16, 16E Brushless electric bikes um ryan raglan and the crew there have brought something to the market that has re- revolutionized how to learn to ride a motorcycle and i suggest you uh you get one for your son or daughter if you want them to ride ever or if you want to ride go for a jog if your mom and have them ride with you the the ride stasic uh platform is changing the game they are a sponsor of supercross with the whole shot challenge that'll be airing uh I think next weekend, um, man, just what a, what a great product. So go to ridestasic.com to check out more about those bikes. Maximum racing oils. Uh, I've been involved in maximum racing oils since I was 13. Even when I was running motor X stickers on my KTMs, I was using maximum oil in my bike and, uh, they're chain lube on my chain. Um, they've just upped the level of, uh, quality in their product for 2021 with, a lot more uh, bike-centric products with, like, the mat cleaner for your carbon frames. I use that on my method wheels as well. Um, one of my favorite products, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, is the suspension clean. It's a very no, it's a non-abrasive cleaner aerosol. has a great smell. A lot of suspension guys use it. I use it on my plastic. Um, it's just a great product. Um, I really suggest you... Uh, Check out their full line of product. They've got the SC1 now for or bike-centric with not aerosol, more of a spray pump. And, of course, they're great people down there. Trevor Reese, Danny Massey, and, of course, the Dogger. The Dogger is, uh, I'm a super fan um, since the days. So uh, go over to MaximaRacingOils.com or MaximaUSA.com and uh, see what they got going down. Um, I'm a proud uh, rider of Max's Tires. Um Max's Tires is uh, really making a push in the moto industry. They're the leader in the bike sector and have really upped their game. And I was a proud test rider for the new all-new Max's ST that comes standard on last night's 450 winner's uh, OEM bike, Justin Barsha. So the gas gas has come with that Max's ST. So if they're building race-winning bikes, you know that they're using good tires. So check out uh, maxistires.com to see about that and uh, – if you're on your on your uh, mountain bike, I suggest checking out the double ass. Yes, the double ass. I use the ass guy front and rear on my intense cycles carbine. So the um, the the ass guy is a really really good tire, great traction, great feel. Um, really check out that thing. I, I like that setup, front and rear ass guy. I call it the double ass setup. 
and you heard me say it, I use that those tires on my intense cycles, carbine. So I'm a proud ambassador of intense cycles. And um, if you use my code when you call in or online at Sleater underscore 10, you'll get 10% off. I'm an intense cycles uh, rider, racer, and ambassador um, for my trail, bike, and enduro needs. I use the intense carbine. For my XC Suffer Sessions, I use the um, Intense Cycles Sniper 100mm XC version. The Lawrence Brothers are using the Intense uh, Sniper T. The uh, And you have Pulpamex riding the Taser. Um, man, you have some industry leaders using these Intense bikes. But when you get to check out, use Sleater, Sleater, uh, sorry, Sleater underscore 10 um for 10 percent off on all your models so support those who support me great partners of mine um and yeah let's dive into it what a weekend of racing gosh um we'll get in the lights class first this you know supercross was the first sport to go racing during the pandemic and they got to have some fans this weekend for the opening round in h1 props to the crew at feld um all the oems riders for getting to houston getting flying driving however they had to get there we got to uh, view some amazing racing last night, and uh, I'd like to start with the 250 class. <laughs> and Christian Craig, what can you say? He set the tone all day long. I mean, to be that fast in practice and then to back it up in the heat race, the heat race was, uh, excuse me, the heat race was just, um, I thought it was going to be like history repeating itself. Um you know, he gets out front early, sets the tone, gets by Hampshire, and has that. Uh, he, he's jumping. Uh, <clears throat> he's jumping the on-off quad double out in that rhythm, doing things that other guys aren't doing. And of course, we know that star motor's so strong. But he has a tip over halfway through the heat race, and I'm like, oh. And we've known Christian to have some moment lapse of concentration at times, and I'm like. Oh, this is what we were afraid of. And then you saw a new Christian Craig picks his bike up and runs down Hampshire and goes goes past him in the heat race. Pretty aggressive, not dirty in my opinion, but he he goes uh he goes by him and, and takes a dominant performance for the heat race win. Hampshire, he fell hard, he's aggressive. Um and uh it just it didn't he just didn't have enough for him, didn't have speed. But, yeah, Hampshire left it all on the track on, on the heat race. So Christian gets in the main, you know, gets a good start, gets by um, Hampshire again, I believe, and, man, he lays it down and goes wire, pretty much wire to wire, or I'm sorry, he does go wire to wire for the win. And um, one thing I wanted to point out is Christian had two, two very good starts. Um, and it wasn't that he was first to the first turn per se. He was managing that first turn really well, and he stayed out of carnage and, and put himself in really good positions. Christian's racecraft, as far as like knowing where riders are at, I think is going to help him win this title. He, um, lights guys who kind of only worry about themselves. They don't have that seasoned like awareness, and Christian does. Christian's had moments in his career of lapse of concentration, but he definitely um uh has some of the best race craft you've seen it with cooper webb when he won his first race five years ago where he kind of just outraced cooper cooper was faster but he definitely outraced him so 
let's I look forward to seeing more from from uh, Christian um, in that in that way of writing. But congratulations to Christian Craig, um, Paige Craig, Lennon, and Jagger and their entire family. I know you guys put a lot into this. I know you <clears throat> you dedicate your whole family life and livelihood to racing. And uh, you heard it. They're here with emotion. Um, Christian he dominated. He just dominated. He he was fired up, um, and he, he made it happen. That monster star Yamaha team took a chance on him, he said, and 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 it, it all paid to, paid out for the first round. Let's just I hope he can keep it rolling. Um, let's hope history doesn't repeat itself. Let's let's see if this momentum that Christian has can continue. Um, it's a fun ride to be on. Their their social platform's good. You know, his son rides a Stasic. It's I got to ride road bikes with Christian, and he, you know he looks good. On the bicycle, he looks fit. He's very soft-spoken, but you know you you can see that aggression in the riding. So, congrats to Christian Craig and their whole family on a dominant performance from all day, being fast with some practice, heat race win, going wire to wire. Um, second place was Austin Forkner. He had speed, bad starts. I wouldn't say bad starts, but he didn't start with Christian. Um, yeah, I. He's and and you know what I think our industry hasn't given even myself haven't given him enough credit for coming back after a violent crash at Salt Lake. Um, I was like, man, I, th- I would expect more, but I have to remember he came back. He had some very bad internal injuries where he ended into that berm, um, and he comes back and gets a second, and he rode good laps. He didn't make any highlight reels with crashes. And man, what what a ride! Um, he's in championship contention. I just wish you know uh, Austin would work on his the way he speaks a little bit. You know, oh yeah, I heard the podium. Oh yeah, you know, I'm good. I want to look at lap times, and I think I'll be happy with what I see. You know, I was I, I was faster than Christian. I caught him. Well, Christian was managing the race. I think he needs a little be a little more humble and gain respect from his racers because as the season goes. He's going to have a harder time getting support on the track because riders don't respect him, and that takes time and maturity. Um, I definitely respect Austin Fortner's skill, talent, and the way he races and the way he looks on the bike. It's, it's some of the best in the world, but I think he has a lot to learn as far as maturity You know, with his public speaking and the way he carries himself on social media. He's not making friends with his competition, such like a Christian Craig, Colt Nichols, um, He's he's putting himself on a bit of an island. It's him against the, the field, which mm, that's not the best thing to do, in my opinion. So yeah, Austin Forkner, he's in this championship hunt. I expect him to win one or two, you know, some races this year. I don't know how many, but he's got to fix those starts. If those star boys get out front, it's going to be tough because Colt Nichols, surprisingly enough, who finished third, that's what we'll talk about now, is <clears throat> he was fastest lap of the night. And that does surprise me. I think it was, uh, you know, it was uh, earlier on in the race when he was coming deep. He started outside the top five and worked himself up to the third place position. And Colt looks good. We didn't get to see of a lot of him. Um, or I should say I didn't get to see a lot of him on the TV because he was in the back and the, they were focusing on other battles. But he looks good on the bike. I Like I said, I rode with the star Yamaha guys and Swanee on my bicycle last week. And he's fit. He's strong. He's got a great attitude. 
he's got it all. It's got to all come together for Colt this year. It's a, it's a very pivotal year for him. He's had a lot of injuries. Um, I really hope him to just continue to build that base. Um, that number sixty four doesn't show his speed. You know, that's a that's a high number for a guy of his caliber. And the reason that's a high number is because he missed you know all outdoors. He hasn't raced for a while, so I think as the season carries on. He's going to build and get faster. and well, I shouldn't say you know, more confident. He's got the speed. He showed that fastest lap of the main event. And I think Forkner, as he said, oh, my, look at my lap times. I think he'll be surprised to see, see Colt Nichols was coming. Um, so, yeah, good job to Colt. Very stylish guy. Um, big fan of his. P4, Joe Shimoda. Um, what a what a great heat race for Joe. He got out to the front early. His uh, season, you know, you know, season teammate, you know, Forkner beat him. But what a beautiful ride. I mean, he, he's not the fastest qualifying guy, but he gets in there and he's a racer. He's very smooth, looks great on the bike, and um, his bike looks good. Those pro-circuit bikes look faster than last year, all-new KX250F. So I think that's important that, you know, we need to talk about that new development on that bike. They're going to get faster throughout the year. It's a new bike with electric start, so that electric start, start gear has more drag, so they've Although they've gained convenience and ease for the rider, they have to, you know, work around some other items on that bike to get some power in. The chassis is a little better, being the new 450 chassis. So uh, the, the, it shows the Kawasaki is better this year. Um, I think it's going to be, uh, I think right now it's the closest bike to the Star Yamaha from what I see, even what I hear. The thing sounds great. Um, so, yeah, good ride for Joe Shimoda. Um, that P4 wasn't a straight-up fourth as far as lap times. You know, he wasn't fourth-place speed, but he was the fourth-place finisher because of he, his best his riding. He he rode better, he raced better than R.J. Hampshire and Jet Lawrence, who are 5'6". Um, R.J. Hampshire, man, he is aggressive. He is fast, but my quick snapshot of R.J. is he needs to calm down a little bit. He's really aggressive, and I don't think his bike's set up that good. The back looks really low, and it's it's really – the front end looks high and uh, dead. So I think they need to go back to the drawing board on the Husqvarna uh, 250 and really work on his bike setup. I think the guys, Christian Craig, Fortner, you know, those Cowies and the Yamahas have a little bit better overall package than that Husky. That Husky just looks looks like a little – like they've been working on speed and not set up, and his speed is there. But I, I think, you know, the other bikes outperformed RJ. RJ's a fighter. We know that. He's got the speed, but some, some mistakes cost him a podium this weekend. And uh, but I think, you know, he's going to be in the hunt for the wins. I'm a big fan of RJ. He leaves it on the track every lap. But I think he needs to figure out his bike setup a little better with his team and just just – pick his places of where he can let it all hang out and not rush certain sectors of the track that only manage or allow so much speed. So P5 for RJ, that was um that, that was just lackluster in my opinion for what he's capable of um, and what, what the team wants of him. I'm sure he's a factory rider, uh, not a satellite team. P6, Jet Lawrence, a lot of hype around this young man, um, deservingly. He, you know, had that mistake early on on in the heat race against Fortner. And, you know, silly as it sounds, that can be something that sets the tempo for the whole night. 
he missed that hate that tough block and you know that key you know he had to come back into the race and he didn't know if he was going to be <clears throat> um penalized for that but that heat race changed the could have set the tempo for the whole night and you know he had a good start in the main um and these guys are so close one little i think he made one little mistake and got shuffled back and then i was like oh man he's 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 doing what a young kid would do his second year. Um, but guess what? He uh, he made the turn. He started picking guys back off, and he had a podium position in the bag, and he just made a big mistake and went down. So I look for uh, for Jet and you know, Johnny O'Mara, his family, to, to fix the things they did from this weekend. He's got a lot of hype. You know, he's now a Red Bull athlete. They put a lot of marketing spend into him. Factory Honda, HRC, all-new team also. So there's some stuff for him to get used to. And he's only 17 years old. So look for Jet to figure things out. Um, And I do feel, and this is not to, you know, talk bad about the HRC Honda, but I don't think it's as strong as the Pro Circuit Kawasaki, um, the Star Yamaha, or the Husqvarna. I think it's just, it's got... the package and the motor is just not as good. The chassis looks phenomenal, um, but I just don't think that motor is as strong as those other, those other guys. So to see what he can do with, I mean, he doesn't have as much power um, and be right there is impressive. Um, so P6 for Jet Lawrence isn't really a a good uh, snapshot of what he can do. I think it, he's a podium guy week in, week out. He's going to win a race. Um, and moving on to P7 and Michael Moseman, first race since he missed the whole entire outdoor season. Um, and uh, P7 for Moseman on his new Twirly Designs Red Bull Gas Gas. Uh, I just I didn't like that. He was kind of invisible all night. We saw him. He had that crash. His jersey got ripped off. But I didn't. I just didn't like what I saw. I didn't see much of him. But it just didn't look. What he's like, what he's capable of. His bike did look better than Hampshire's. It's all part of the KTM group, so it'll be interesting if they share information this week. I don't think they will to help RJ and maybe RJ help Michael. I think Michael's working alongside Barsha more on his platform, so maybe Barsha can you know give him some of that uh, you know wisdom that he has to better his P7. Um, getting into um, you know. P8, Mitchell Oldenburg, kind of just, you know, the first guy on, on that not-factory-level program. Good ride. He had knee surgery and missed all outdoors, so first ride from him. But I expect Mitchell, his best finish to be like a, P, a fifth, right, of, which is not bad and on that uh, muck-off Honda based out of Australia. Um, good, solid ride for P8 to get the season started, but look for him to be his best, I believe. Uh, fifth, fifth through eighth is where he's going to, you know, land. Um, and uh, P9, let's talk about Max Volan. I I think that's a great ride. Young kid, a lot of pressure. Um, he started 13th. So, I mean, he worked his himself up to 9th, stayed out of trouble. Besides, I guess he crashed on the parade lap. I didn't see that. But, man, I thought that was a good ride. I got to see him a little bit on film. Um, he's not under the Alden Baker's factory. He's uh, program they've kind of stated the program that's got him to where he is which I fully agree with Ryan Morris talked about that on the podcast I did with him so he's on his own program they Ryan said until he can until they feel that he needs to change something but I think for your rookie year being a young man under the age of 18 
to get it ninth, I think that's solid. I mean, outside of the top 10 start, I think Max, if they can continue to build his base, he can... I don't see a podium this year. I, I, I just don't. But I think he's got a bright future with Christian Craig being a veteran, Nichols being a veteran. I see him just th- – that's a good hire. I, I do. I mean, I didn't know what it looked like for him to be on that team, um, what his performance would be like. But, man, it's it's shown to be, I think, a good a good move, um, a good move with all that gas-gas separation. So good job to Max Vaughn on that, on that ninth place. And let's round out the top ten with Josh Osby. Uh, he's a hardworking kid, Club MX kid, now we're riding for that Phoenix team. Not a good heat race, had to go through the LCQ. Um, I had him on my fantasy team, um, so I was a little nervous he wasn't getting the main. But, yeah, he did great. Um, P10, I see his best finish being a seventh if some stuff goes his right goes goes his way. Um, good rider, though, a lot of skill, a lot of heart. I just don't. The field stacked, so he's a, I think, a fifth to tenth place guy. More, you know, feel tenth being his a bad day for him. Other notable things I'd like to talk about is uh, riders would be Josh Freeze out of Paris, California. Um, great young man riding for the Orange Brigade amateur program, uh, KTM's, you know, feeder team. Twelfth overall in his first ever Supercross. That's impressive. You know, you know, his dad's his mechanic, I believe, and uh, or maybe friend is his mechanic. His dad go to the races in a motorhome with um, um, Rene Garcia, his friend, and he, that was a great ride by Josh. Qualified good. He's you know he started in eleventh, great start, and just you know did his thing and uh, got twelfth. So really, really great ride for Josh. He's proud of him, happy for him and his family. Um, you know, Max Miller, another young man that I, uh, I've known since he's around fifties and he finished 18th, made his first main, but I'll be honest, not that impressed. He's kind of does, he, he looks really, really nervous not as seasoned as Varese, that's for sure. I think his goals were just to get in the main and that was evident. He was really tight in the, in the, um, LCQ, but I look for him to, improve over time hopefully these rookies can stay healthy and get more track time so that's my you know my my opinion of the lights class once again props to christian craig he just dominated and i think the team this the standard's been set for speed i think he has the most speed the best style the the most obviously the most experience so if he can continue to take these things and and move forward and, and and not rush it and put that pressure behind him He's the guy to beat, in my opinion. Um, you know, I think uh, some people doubted him, as you could say. He was angry. He was emotional after this race, but he was—you could feel it, you know. And 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 I and I, I appreciate that he brought us along with his with him in that in that ride. So, thank you, Christian, for for allowing us to be a part of that emotion with you and 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 going through it. Um, so, yeah, on to Tuesday for those lights, guys, and I think you're going to see some more bar banging. I think Hampshire's going to figure things out, and um, I think if Fortner gets better starts, it's going to be game on. Diving into the 450, um, well, a lot of people are talking about that truly gas-gas uh, Red Bull, you know, viral video of him doing winning A1 and that what that message was and even myself I put some tweets out to, to Jerry Mallet from Red Bull well, what what is this man I don't know what this is but I thought that was a really cool 
teaser of what's to come, and clearly what was to come was Barsha was, they could tell Barsha was ready. He was fast, and he took that gas gas MC450 to a, you know, wire-to-wire lead um, and and just shocked us all. I mean, he looks phenomenal. He has no more neck braces and new gear. He got rid of the right helmet. Like, I think he just looks better. Um, I'm not an advocate for not having a neck brace or not having certain things, but he just looks better. So whatever that is that he did, he looks like he, he, his style looks better on the bike. Um, so P1 for, for Barsha. Um, what a great ride. I think that was really, really impressive. Um, I just think his bike looked phenomenal. His gear looked good. His, you know, his blonde locks hanging out in the in the air. I mean, gosh, I mean, that's that's the Bam Bam of old. And how do you how do you you know not see that? You have to you have to recognize that and and see that he's going to be a force. But you know, let's hope history doesn't repeat itself and he gets that round one win and then things just go the wrong way throughout the season and he kind of disappears. Will he change the narrative? We'll see Tuesday. Um, but he was fast all day. You know, he rode smooth. He rode fast. And he rode the class. He, him and, you know, fan favorite Ken Roxon were just going for it, you know. Um, uh, shoot, you know, you have – even Barsha was fast all day. There's no doubting that. One thing I wanted to point out was that quad after the – before the finish, you know. Um, man, that was huge. You only had two guys doing that. It was Barsha – from my visual, was Barsha and Kenny – Barsha doing it first. When you start doing things like that, that separate you, these huge quads, you can tell you're confident. You're having, you know, you're having fun. You're, you feel invincible. Um, and, and those are some key things that I look at. And then he was jumping into those whoops when he's halfway through the main, they had that, that speed check wall and he was, he's, you know, would start jumping into that thing instead of speed checking and because the whoops became jumpers midway through the main or early on. So if he, he was jumping through him. He jumped into him. Jumped, triple, triple, triple out. Wow, that was that was something I took away of the of the track confidence he had. Um, going into uh, P two, you have Ken Roxon. I think he had more pace than than Barsha, but he played it smart. I think he's leaving um, H one with some confidence. His bike looked phenomenal, and going into those quads and jumping in the whoops. Ken responded. He didn't just let Barsha go away. He did the quad two behind Barsha. He started jumping in those whoops. To be able to pull a trigger on a jump like that that you didn't do earlier during main event, first round of the season, it takes an extreme amount of confidence that I feel that Kenny he has back. You know, um, This is going to be good. Kenny's roll speed looks good. He looks in great form. Um, I mountain bike with him mount, a little over a month ago. He he he's stoked where he's at. I'm stoked where he's at. Um, I'm a big fan. I don't see a after just the first round and going in. I don't see a uh, he's a new dad. I don't see a a weakness right now. Um, same with Barsha. I don't see a weakness. I don't see something that's weak. It's just going to be is their bad race going to be bad or is it going to be just Okay, that's that Ryan Dungey theory is their bad races were only a third or a fourth. They can't have a a 12th. They can't have certain things. So I think this Saturday-Tuesday schedule is going to benefit guys like Barsha and Ken that are are more of a adaptable, not OCD type guy. 
So Kenny looked amazing. Shoot, not much other to say than stoked to see Kenny back, you know, back in 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 the form that we want that superstar in. P three Marvin Muskan. I, I wasn't I made a tweet about him, you know, the Baker's factory guys looking flat, you know, uh, Hampshire's one, Marvin's one, Zacco's one, but I just don't I I I I take that back, I'll be honest, because Marv he hasn't raced Supercross in almost two years. I did not even realize that. Um, you know, he's he's a lights champion, and he's that elusive 450 title has been out there. He finished third. I just didn't see that he qualified 16th. You know, he started third. He finished third. But, you know, I don't know. He just wasn't on the pace that those top two guys were. And then – after I see some posts of, uh, I, I thought he only missed one season. When I see that it's been almost two years, or whatnot, I'm like, man, he had to get through that night. He wasn't going to take caution to the throw caution to the wind and start doing quads and things that were unnecessary in round one. It is a 17 race series with a lot going on, so I'm really happy for Marvin Muscan. You don't get many people that are as good of a heart as him and Matilde. Um, his his bike looked good. He he let's let's. I think this is going to be a uh, building block for him, and he'll continue to build. And um, look for him to, you know, I think he'll be in the in the hunt maybe for a win during the season. But there's a lot of other guys that, that are there. Um, going into, uh, so good job to Marvin. Going to P4, uh, Adam Sansarello. I, I, I'm, I'm scratching my head on this. I, I don't know if he's playing long game. I mean, he's got a sensei of Nick Way, but next to him, and he's very intelligent. But I just don't see – I was looking for more. You know, he qualifies fifth. He starts fourth in the main. And that's not what it used to be. He was, Last year he showed us outstanding qualifying. You know, he, he'd get whole shots. And I, I'm not, I didn't see that. And we're only one round in. But something's changed. I mean, nerves. You know, he's starting a series now. Last year was his rookie year. So this is his second year, sophomore season. Maybe he was looking for a little more. Maybe he thought he was – Maybe expected more, and that pressure has got to him. Who knows? Um, Adams, great for our sport, one of the most well-spoken athletes on the on the floor. So, um, man, this is only around one for Adam. Uh, if that was a bad night, P four, I think I think he's he's in a good place. Um, uh, P five, we have old Malcolm Stewart Mookie on the factory Yamaha Star Racing Yamaha. Great ride, very silent pl- fifth place. I thought he looked phenomenal. I think he 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 exceeded I think a lot of expectations. You know, you have a Gas Gas Honda KTM Cowie, and then you have a Yamaha P5. He's right there. I think that's that's a great ride for Malcolm. Great building. I can see him landing on the podium. He's shown he's fit. He's working with Swanee and that team. Phenomenal ride. I I didn't once again didn't get to see a lot because I was you know watching only what I was given, but um. Very, very good ride by Malcolm Stewart um, for a fifth place. Kind of uneventful fifth, but I think that's to show you what he's capable of in that new development on that 450. Justin Brayton, sixth place, uh, great ride. You know, he qualified ninth, but he started second in the main. And look what happens. He's a steady Eddie. He's a veteran. He's on that new Muckoff Honda twisted development engine. Um, you know, uh, he's, he's on it. He's, he's, he's happy. He's got his family with him. 
you know, Justin Brighton's a very, very calculated OCD program oriented. And I can tell as later in the year, he's, he's a little more loose is like, you know, putting family first and, but he still has it. Sixth place finish opening round on a privateer level team with some support from Honda. I mean, that's so rad. His new gear from fly, the all white kit, I think was best. That was lit kit for me tonight of the night. That stuff looked phenomenal. So Brayton's uneventful sixth was very good. I mean, it was uneventful. But this is the next guy that kind of, you know, really surprised me is Dylan Ferrandez. Um, silent, silently in the seventh, right? He started, he qualified 18th. He starts 12th and gets up to seventh. I don't, you know, he had that big crash that he put out on a social platform at Elsinore where he broke his hand. So he, I don't know how much time he's had on the bike. Um, but another Yamaha inside the top 10 um, that's shown that they've they've shown they've worked on the bike and figured it out and wow he's 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 there you know um, he, he's on it he's he's uh, he's building and and he's 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 gonna be I think a force to reckon with I think after the halfway point I think David Volman and him are gonna are a very unique team within a team. And um, I'm anxious to see what Dylan can do as he gets, you know, more of a base built back, back up after that injury. Um, I think the ride of the night and the most impressive guy for me, or actually the most impressive ride of the night for me from a turnaround would be Aaron Plessinger. Plessinger, sorry. He, uh, shoot, he's had a rough couple of years since that Daytona crash where he really messed up his foot. Then he broke his hand at Paula, and he's gone his way back. And you don't get a more likable guy and fun guy to be around than Aaron Plessinger. And I spoke to him about his his new Yamaha, and he's just like, I don't know how it was so bad before because this thing is absolutely amazing. He loves his bike, um, and it shows he was fast. He had a couple little mistakes, or I should say one mistake. He got shuffled, but he was running pace. He was right there. You know, he qualified tenth. It was solid. Everyone's on the same second within that. He started 10th, and he, he goes to 8th. But, you know, the heat race, he was up there. Um, man, he he wrote good. I'm really – I'm I'm loving what I'm seeing. Plessinger, he, he's right there. Um, uh, so good job to Aaron and his star racing team. I think they did a good job. P9, Cooper Webb. Not what I thought What I saw. That's not – that surprises me. Something's up. Right, he qualifies fourth. That's solid. He's not really known for his outstanding qualifying efforts, but right from the second, he starts 14th, and that's where it kind of probably is weird. Is he? He's just not. That that surprises me. I mean, he he didn't. He was very flat. Kenny went around him relatively easy um, in the heat race. I, I just think. I'm sorry, Coop. I'm sorry. Uh, his training partner Zach Osborne Osborne went around him in the heat race and that that went literally around the outside of him when he didn't have a lot of flight a fight he, he looked flat to me um and that that's that I think they got some some work to do on that so um moving on to uh Zach Osborne I think that that racing that race for him was not what he was looking for, but I didn't know he had a really really bad crash in press day, and I don't know if I was under a rock and didn't know about it, but I was. We heard about it on the broadcast after was after his heat race, and that he you know they didn't think he he talked about it. 
And I'm like, man, why don't we talk about these things? Why doesn't the broadcast open up that the current national champion is having a problem, possibly going to be hurt for the race tonight? I just don't know if we're protecting athletes because our media is so small, but Zach Osborne is one of the most likable, hardworking racers in the pits that's got an amazing story. And if there's an injury that's going to hurt him or hamper his performance, I'd like to hear about it. But Zach's P10 he starts 22nd, qualifies second. He's a fighter. This is, you know, you shot, saw his speed in the heat race. I think that 10th is just from that first turn crash or whatever happened on that first lap. I don't know exactly. But a 22nd place start, you know, dead last all the way into 10th in this field is, I think, impressive. So good ride by Zach for salvaging a 10th place with on a bad night when you might not have been on the ride. Um, that's your top 10 from the 450 class. It's deep. There's a lot more guys to talk about. I mean, uh, Savachi on his new ride, 11th. Mm, that's, that's, I think he missed all season last year, so that's great, right? He's back racing. Dean Wilson, P12, starts 15th. You're just not going to move forward, but then here's the number one plate, P13. Not good. Not good. He starts 8th, and he gets freezed. He, you know, he gets involved with events freeze. His emotion takes over, and he has two instances where he's off the track, and you know, he he's he's gets wrapped up in, you know, a guy that he shouldn't be getting wrapped up with. Um, so, t- bad night for Tomac. Um, he's going to turn it around, but did this 13th, this bad night, affect his season? We'll, we'll have to wait 16 rounds to see, right? Um, Chase Sexton, rookie, rookie race on the HRC Honda. Got involved with, uh, you know, Davalos. Does a Davalos thing. Flies off the track, almost kills himself, ends up hurting Chase. Chase gets away clean after hitting his bike so glad he's not hurt but he, you know he had a he had to come from behind with probably a bent up bike anderson I, that he starts 13th finishes uh he qualifies 12th starts 13th finishes 15th don't really know what happened to him interesting he looks fast all you know through his social media freezy we know he's him and Tom, tomat got into it he's 16th tickles 17th qualifies 17th start 17th you know, finishes 17th. Pretty much going to be Tickle's year. I think he's lost pace. You don't get a better, a nicer guy than Tickle, a hard worker, but I think he just doesn't have the pace. I think he'll be, <clears throat> it'll be tough for him to get in the top 10 this year on that smart top Honda. Um, Davalos does Davalos things. He's squirrely. Um, you know, we'll see. Chisholm, he looked, he, P19 doesn't show how good he looked. And as a qualifier, I think he looks better than he's ever looked. And same with Ensignap and P20, I think he looked great. Like, they looked good on the bike. It's better than they did last year. They didn't look tight. They didn't look hunched. So, I mean, to be in the main and scoring points in this series, is you're a bad dude. So, I mean, Entenknapp qualifies 21st, starts 21st, finishes 20th, Chisholm 19th, starts 19th, finishes 19th, Heart wrapped, qualifies 20th, you know, starts 18th, finishes 21st, Alex Ray Qualifies 22nd, starts 20th, finishes 22nd. All these guys in this main, in this like, you know, 17th to 22nd, um, I think there's four spots that are going to be 19, 20, 21, 22. Chisholm, Entiknap, Hartramps, and Alex Ray are going to be guys that are in, out of the main, but each weekend. But I think they're actually a pretty good gap from like A Ray, Hartramp, and the next group. Um, we did miss, um, which is such a bummer. Max Ancy didn't make it to the first round after a crash at State Fair on Supercross training. 
But uh, that that's it, man. That, that's the 450 class. I, I just think it was a, a great, great congrats to, you know, the Twirly Red Bull Gas Gas team. What a way to launch a new bike. Um, it, it's going to be a great season. Um, we don't have that to wait that long. This is, you know, I'm doing this wrap-up on a Sunday. I have two days before I can watch these guys go battle again, and I'll give give my recap. I'm going to try to keep this more um, consistent. I want I like to do this. I love to give you my insight. I'm just a fan like you. I have a little bit of knowledge, not a ton. Um, I'm I'm passionate about these guys racing, and and I like to talk about it. So I'll try to improve my uh, pull next fantasy. I got smoked this weekend, my first time doing that. That was a lot of fun. Um, but until then, I hope you enjoyed my uh, thoughts and feedback from H1 um, at the start of the 2021 Monster Energy Supercross Series. I'd like to thank all those sponsors, MotoOnline.com. Intense Cycles, Ride Stakes, Maximum Racing Wheels, Maxis Tires. If it wasn't for them, you know, this would be uh, not as not as cool, not as fun. My riding wouldn't be as fun. And uh, until then, guys, we'll uh, wrap up next Wednesday after the next race. Take care.